Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Cool is calling. Mic'd up at the moment. How was your week going, Ben? Ready? Oh man, it was a wreck. <laughs> literally, it was literally a wreck. But you know, man, uh, we make we make positive out of negative. You know what I'm saying? Minor setback, major come ups. Hell yeah! yeah Minor man. setback, major scat back. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hold on, nigga. You ain't getting away that easy, nigga. I hope they say that bitch told him. Man, I'm telling you, boy. How about how about your week, man? You, you, you celebrated the uh, housewarming. How was that? It was cool. You know, I'm sorry I couldn't make it because of this, these suckers and buses. You know what I'm saying? But you know, they took they took my took my baby out. Man, they said they they, they got <laughs> Bessie. God damn it, motherfucker! <laughs> motherfucker got Bessie up off the street. Hell yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? But how, but how was your week? How, how was it? Um, it was cool, you know. It was a it was a real good turnout to the uh, the housewarming party, you know. Shout out to everybody who pulled up, everybody who dropped donations to the cash app and you know, gift cards and things of that nature, motherfuckers who my cousin uh Dara came through, burned some sage. Shout out to my boy Sean for the job who pulled up to the housewarming. You know, I, I appreciate everybody's presence and their presence that they dropped off. You know, it was a beautiful time. Yeah, man, stuff like that, man. You see who really fuck with you. Man, you know for real. Man, you see, you see who, who, who you can't fuck with. Man, <laughs> hey. Honestly, though. Yeah, that's how it is. Nigga. <laughs> it, it's, it's motherfuckers to this day who I don't accept their friend request because they didn't come to my wedding. Mm. Paula Santo. That's what it was called. My cousin came and burnt Palo Santo. Palo Santo. Yeah, it's life of good vibes and good energy and all that good shit. So she went, you know, like, put a little smoke all throughout the house. And, you know, good vibes and blessings and things of that nature. So, you know, it, it, it was a beautiful situation, you know. I appreciate the people who came and not considering the people who didn't come, basically. Like, you know, if you didn't come, it is what it is, you know. Life happens. Some people didn't see the invitation on Facebook and shit. Like, I went back and looked at the invitation. Mm-hmm. And you know how you can see who's seen it? Mm-hmm. Some people just didn't see it. So, I'm not finna hold that against them. You know, I hope they don't hold it against me if they didn't see the invitation. Because, you know, some people like, oh, man, I wasn't invited. Didn't nobody tell me. And it's like, it was a lot of people I had to actually invite. Mm-hmm. So, I just put that shit on Facebook hoping everybody's seen it. So, to the people who didn't see it, don't take it as I didn't invite you. Just take it as you didn't see it. You know, everybody who I fuck with was invited. So, if I fuck with you, trust me, your your invitation was somewhere lost in the mail or however, whatever. But it is what it is, you know. I, I, I appreciate the ones who showed up and even the ones who didn't show up. It You know, it was what it was. Already. But, you know. Today's episode is entitled Benevolence. Um, I've been looking at a lot of fucking Instagram posts and shit about like motherfuckers, uh, you know, doing good shit for people and being treated fucked up behind it. Like basically some some no good deed goes unpunished type shit. Mm-hmm. You know, you see it all day. Everybody be posting them posts like, oh, you know, you do something nice for people and it's always rewarded with people fucking you over. This is why I don't fuck with nobody because every time you got a good heart, fucked up shit happens. Like one of the 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 
most popular posts I've seen about this shit is that one is something like um the the only reward for being a real nigga is scars and bumps and bruises some shit like that like yeah I seen that one and I'm like nigga you know at the end of the day what you get ain't up to you as far as um being a real motherfucker basically having integrity, being a good fucking person, you know, being charitable, looking out for motherfuckers. Like, you know, you you just do it. The reward comes. It might not come from that person, but the reward comes, whether it be good karma or good relationships with people. You know, good energy attracts good energy. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of motherfuckers, you know, they they feel like they they good deeds don't get them nowhere. But a lot of times it's... You just don't see the benefit coming from the person who you did the good deed for. You know, like you, it might be just doing something for, you know, dropping off some money to a homeless person. Of course, that person can't repay you. Mm-hmm. But you don't look at all the times that something good happened to you that didn't have to happen to you. Like a, a, a lot of people have good fortune that they take for granted because the people who they were nice to, didn't pay them back. Like I always tell motherfuckers, I don't lend what I can't afford to give away. Mm-hmm. Because nine times out of ten, if I if I shoot you something, if I get it back, cool. If I don't get it back, fuck it. A lot of times, I use benevolence as a strategic tool on who I fuck with. Like if I give you something, or really if I lend you something, if I give you something, it's yours. But if I lend you something, like, let's just say, you know, I'm motherfucker, like, hey, man, I'm doing bad right now. Let me hold, like, 30 until Friday. Okay. Friday come, we gonna see whether or not I fuck with you or not after that. You know. And a lot of times, I don't, I might not completely 100% cut you off, mm-hmm. but it's noted. You know, once I realize, okay, nigga, I, I lent you that dub. You said Friday. It's Friday. I ain't got it back. Okay, I know how to move now. So the next, you know, say even a fucking year, because I, I forgive, but I don't forget. A year later, oh, man, I, I need like 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. I need 20. Remember that, dub? Oh, you don't remember? I remember. Nigga, gotta borrow that shit back. <laughs> exactly, nigga. I, I just, I, I move accordingly. But it's not going to stop me from lending the next nigga $20. You know, a lot of times people let the the behavior of other motherfuckers stop them from being a good person. Like, you always meet motherfuckers with that baggage, and it ain't always relationship baggage. A lot of times it's just you feel like you don't ever get the reward from your, your good treatment of other people. Like, you do something nice for somebody, and, every, oh, man, every time I'm nice to somebody, they fuck me over. Every time, you know, uh, 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 my big heart... That's my biggest problem is having a big heart. You know, I'm always nice to people and I always get fucked over. That's not always the case. Like me, I I, I consider myself a nice person. You know, the people who know me know. Like, you know, I'm, I'm the type of motherfucker that always help people out. Mm-hmm. And even though a lot of the people who I help out don't help me back, that's not my business. Like I used to tell my wife a lot because, you know, like, you know, some people give money to the homeless. Other people don't. For their own separate reasons. Like, you know, like my wife, she would say, you know, I ain't going to get this motherfucker money because she assume it's going to be like, you know, oh, if, if I get this money to this homeless man, he going to use that shit to buy drugs or whatever. And I'm like, man, if that motherfucker said, hey, man, I need $20 because I'm hungry or I need a dollar to go get me something to eat. What he does with that money ain't my business. All my business is is to give him the money and, you know, just hope that. He go get him a fucking sandwich with that shit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not finna be the the police of what a motherfucker do with the charity. You know, it's like it's just like when you pay tithes in church. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever the fuck they gonna do with the money, it's it's not up to you to say what the pastor do with the money. It's just your job to give the tithe, and you gonna get blessed off the tithe if that's what you believe in. Like you know, it it ain't like the 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 pastor be like. You know, give give this 10% to the church. I'm going to spend it on this, 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 and this. Have you ever heard the pastor tell you what he was going to do with the money? 
Mm-mm. Well, I have been in one church where he said, that "Oh, like the building fund and shit." The church need lights to get the preaching high. <laughs> we gotta keep the air conditioning on high. Summertime is coming up there. <laughs> but see, usually, like in, in most of the churches I've been to, they uh, what's the name? Like they'll tell you this is for the building fund, or we trying to get a new bus to get people back and forth to the church. Usually, it's something discussed. They'll tell you. Mm-hmm. What they doing with the money, if they doing something with the money. But, like, the tithe ain't something that they tell you they they doing with the money. It's, it's usually just give the tithe, and what's going to happen is going to happen. You're going to be blessed off giving, off giving the tithe. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just go off of, you know, principles like that. If If I do something for a motherfucker, I just hope karma comes back. But a lot of times when you trying to do something for a motherfucker with the expectation of getting something back, that's why nothing comes back. Cause your intention was some bullshit. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm I'm gonna give them this and something gonna turn around and happen good. Like you you give just because you giving. Right. Like you don't give because, oh, if I get this nigga this, when I go play this lottery ticket, nigga, that's gonna help me win. Like, no, nigga, there there's not like a a karma box. That you putting all your good deeds in and then you go back and come back and reap the benefits of the fucking karma box. Like, that's not how the shit work. You be good because you good. You know, you be a good person and, you know, your your reward will be good energy. Being around good people. Because, like, I be telling motherfuckers, like, the reason that I feel like I don't have a lot of suck-ass niggas around me is because I'm not a suck-ass nigga. Like, when people tell me, like, man, all these niggas is fakes and snakes and liars and i'm like that's the type of motherfuckers that you attract around you i don't be having no snake ass niggas around me like that so i'm like nigga maybe it's some shit you doing in your life that's attracting that type of energy around you oh yeah like just like women when they be talking oh niggas the only type of niggas that like me is these and i'm like no all types of niggas like you the niggas you like back is the one. Yeah, that's them suck-ass niggas. Them, them ones that you show interest to. Every nigga that like you ain't a sucker. You just like the suckers. And that's just like the type of person that you are. The type of niggas that you always attract. Like, oh, you know, every time I do something for people, I turn around and get stabbed in the back. You associate with backstabbers. You know, and it's not to say that backstabbers won't come around any motherfucking body. Because, you know, it ain't up to you who comes around you. It's up to you who stays around you. You know, like with me, like I said, I'll lend and then your reaction to what I lend is how I act towards you after that. If you pay me back, cool. We on a neutral. You know, next time you come to ask for something, you're going to get that shit because that's how I get out. But if I lend you a dub, especially if it's like some petty shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Nigga, I lent you ten fucking dollars. You couldn't pay me back ten dollars. You couldn't pay me back twenty dollars. And be avoiding you like a motherfucker. Exactly, my nigga. Like, damn, nigga. So all of a sudden, you ain't on Facebook no more, huh? Or just walk walk past you, or you know, just go past you. Not like, even walk past you, nigga. Like, drive. okay, so you don't drive up my street no more. Yeah. I ain't seen you drive. <laughs> nigga, my street is on the way to your job, nigga. Not once it clicked in your head, like, oh, I owe this nigga ten dollars. Exactly. And and don't don't see them niggas popping tags on, on on social media. Nigga, like I say, nigga, gaining weight is disrespectful if you owe me money. <laughs> nigga, you better not have shit new, especially if what you owe me is less than what the fuck you bought. Nigga, you owe me fifty dollars if you got some brand new Jordans. Dog, them Jordans ain't a necessity. Like, I feel like you you paid your rent, but you didn't pay me. You mm-hmm. paid your light bill, but you didn't pay me. Like, nigga, I seen a meme, nigga. I was rolling. It was, a, it was a picture of a nigga, like, looking over his shoulder in a church pew, and it said, when a nigga tithing, but he owe you $50. <laughs> oh, so you gonna pay the Lord, too, huh? So my shit ain't... You, nigga, you better rob God to pay me, nigga. <sighs> Like, hold on, player. You putting money in the collection plate, nigga. That better be tied. You better not get no offerings, nigga. You better offer me mine. Man, give me 10 about that motherfucker. Yeah, nigga, I need 10% of that 10%, nigga. But, you know, 
with with shit like that, nigga. I don't I don't even hold it against niggas. I ain't never. Oh no, in my younger days, I did chase niggas around about my money. Niggas knew me for running up on a certain nigga who I grew up with in the neighborhood and always asking for my dub every time I seen his ass because he owed me twenty dollars. Like every time they see me and they see Terry, oh here go little ant. Where my dub at? Because I used to stay hawking that nigga down about this twenty fucking dollars. It was a bullshit bet. It had became more of an inside joke than me wanting my money because I knew he was never going to pay me. So I had just got to the point where it's just like, nigga, where my dub at? It's the principalities. Exactly, nigga. It's, it's principalities, nigga. You know, fuck the bullshit with my dub at. But, like, as in, in my adult life, you know, as of being mature, I, I don't chase niggas around behind my money. You know you owe me. So now it's just when I see you, you know, it is what it is. Just don't ask me for shit. And I mean shit. Nigga, you bet not be on fire, nigga. If you on fire and I got a glass of water, I'm drinking it. Like, I ain't giving you shit. Mm. I ain't got no favors for you. I ain't got no time to spend with you, nigga. You know, I move accordingly. And like I tell niggas, a lot of times, like, it's niggas who I don't fuck with that niggas don't even know that I don't fuck with them. Because I don't gotta, oh, I don't fuck with that nigga, fuck that nigga. It's just, he don't. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's Red Tag Sale is here and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. Don't see me no more or she don't see me no more. You know, times that I would have broke my stride to go talk to them, I just don't no more. And I keep it like that because I don't I don't give negative energy. I don't give negative shit any energy. So if I feel a certain way towards you, you did some scandalous shit or you did some bullshit or I lent you something and you didn't pay me back, I just won't waste my time on you. I won't waste my energy on you. But I'm not going to, like, go on Facebook and bash you. Like, I'm not finna, like sub you on Instagram and post memes about niggas ain't paying niggas back no more. Uh, no type of shit like that. It's just like, you know, whoop de whoop. You'll just be like, damn, nigga, what the fuck happened to Jermaine? And I'm like, oh, you know, nothing. And honestly, what happened to Jermaine was I lent Jermaine 20 fucking dollars and Jermaine ain't paid me back. But I'm not even finna do that. You know, like, I don't really like mm-hmm. doing the messy shit where niggas be like, oh, man, what happened to homeboy? And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I go, nigga, you win niggas a dub, and all of a sudden niggas ain't got 20 no more. I don't do that shit. <clears throat> you know, I, I I just leave that shit where it's at. But, you know, like, I, I just move in integrity because I feel like the fact that I move with integrity attracts people of integrity to me. So most of my circle, most of the motherfuckers who I fuck with, most of the motherfuckers who you see me around are people of integrity Facts. because that's the fucking energy that I attract. And people have a hard time understanding that. Like, oh, so you don't hang around? No, I don't hang around no fuck niggas. I don't hang around no bullshitters. No. All my people that I be around are straightforward, real motherfuckers. Well, I don't have, I'm too old to hang around motherfuckers like that. Exactly. Like, nigga, it, it, it don't take much for me to really not fuck with you. And I tell niggas, it's, it's not because um, I, I I seem to be something of a hermit. I am, you know, I, I, I admit to that. You know, I'm, I'm a loner. But at the same time, I'm not to the point of I, I push people away. I just don't gravitate toward people. Because, you know, like I be telling my wife all the time, like, nigga, it, it takes something for me to consider you my friend. Like, yeah. it, you got to pass a fucking test with me. It, it ain't just no regular random bullshit. Like, you know, I'm, I'm cool on that shit, nigga. 
If if we fuck with each other, we fuck with each other. If we don't, we don't. Like nigga, if if you don't go through the ring of fire with me, it, it I'm I'm not just finna say, oh, you my friend. Like you know how certain motherfuckers, that's just a thing. Like once we, you know, spend some time together and have two or three cool conversations, they'll just consider you a fucking friend. Like oh, that's this is my fucking boy. Me? That's not how I fucking get down, my nigga. Like, you know, we can be cool. You can be something considered like an associate, like niggas who work at your job and shit. Like, you got motherfuckers who you cool with. And, you know, it is what it is. Like, I would tell my coworkers, like, nigga, we cool and shit, but I don't just consider niggas friends just off we talk and we spend time together. Like, nigga, unless we didn't actually went through some shit, you're not my friend. You know, we could be cool as a motherfucker. We could be cool for a, a, a long time. But until something happens that I feel tests the friendship, we not friends. Even mm-hmm. though I'm nice to you, you nice to me, we might have fucked around and even been at each other's house. Nigga, we didn't probably, you know, share drinks. Or not share drinks, but like share time. Like we having drinks together and went out and did shit. But, nigga, for me to consider you a friend, it's a lot. You know, like, a lot of the people, when it comes to, like, situations, like, where they feel like they've been fucked over by, quote, unquote, friends, a lot of times you thought that nigga was your friend, but they not. Mm-hmm. Like, to you, it was a friendship. To them, you just a nigga that I know. So when I've done something that shows you that I'm not loyal to you, a lot of motherfuckers don't even feel guilty when they do some fuck shit to you. Because to them, y'all relationship wasn't even a fucking friendship. You thought y'all was friends, but they not your fucking friend. Like, that's something that I teach my kids. All these little niggas at your school ain't your fucking friends. All these little motherfuckers that you around, these niggas ain't your friends. You know, I don't tell nobody to be mean to nobody because, you know, the whole episode is about being nice to people. You know, benevolence. Being nice to a motherfucker whether or not they can do something for you. But... Don't be a fucking doormat, mm-hmm. you know, because there's a big difference between being a nice person and being a fucking doormat. You know, like my balance is if I do something nice and you reciprocate with bullshit, that's it. I just back the fuck up off you. Like some motherfuckers, like they loyal to a fault. The reason that being loyal to a fault is even a fucking term is because some people are like, Every time they do something nice, you kick fucking dirt in their face and they still nice to you. And they feel like that's what makes them a loyal person. Like, you'll hear a woman telling her dude, I stuck with you after you cheated on me, after you whooped my ass, after you fucked my mama, after you wrecked my car. Bitch, what? You just stupid. That's not fucking loyal. That's dumb. Dudes. I'm finna have to interrupt the show to beat my son's ass. That's all bad. But um, anyway, like, you know, it's it's a lot of shit that motherfuckers do that you can't keep doing. After a motherfucker uh rewards your loyalty with fuckery, you gotta cut their ass off. You know, there's a big difference between being a good person and being a fucking idiot. Mm. You know, like when motherfuckers is 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 nice. Yes, sometimes people take advantage of you being nice. Like, you know, oh, I'm I'm a I could I could fucking uh bungee jump because I know I got the safety net. You know, like some people are that go-to guy. And you don't want to be that motherfucker. Like that friend that you got a homeboy who stay doing fuck shit because mm-hmm. he know at the end of the day, if he needs something, you that you, ace you, in the hole. It's niggas like that every day, B. Yeah. Every everybody has somebody like that around them. They can't get right because they know it's somebody around that's gonna be there to catch their ass. Yeah. And I tell motherfuckers, man, you can't be an enabler. Right. A lot of the reason you have friends like that is because they know your dumb ass gonna be sitting there waiting to help them. Like I mm-hmm. tell niggas that shit all the time. Like a, a lot of people I don't fuck with because of you know, that used to be, I ain't gonna say used to be our friendship dynamic. But our friendship dynamic became something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, you can't be constantly hitting me up every week needing some money. Let me, okay, what the fuck would you do if I was gone? 
Let me show you. I'm just not finna fucking help you no more. Like nigga, I'm 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 helping you by not helping you. Like I'm showing you tough love as a friend. Let me stop giving your ass this $40 or $50 or $20 or $30 and maybe that'll wake your ass up. Because that that might be your problem. You got me helping you. It's just like um like a a, a sheltering parent. Like, you know, the parents who who baby their kid. I'm babying you as a friend by always lending you something. My benevolence is fucking you up. So let me stop being helpful and see what the fuck you do when you flying on your own. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, motherfuckers got to, you know, you, you got to learn when to, you got to tailor your benevolence. You got to be strategic with your benevolence. Just like with your fucking loyalty. You know, like motherfuckers, you know, they always talking loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. You see that shit all over uh, real nigga Instagram. All the real nigga memes got the word loyalty in them. And a lot of motherfuckers ain't loyal. And a lot of motherfuckers, you know, honestly, I tell niggas all the time, like, you shouldn't be loyal. Loyalty is something to be used strategically. Like, you should never be loyal to your job. Mm. You know, motherfuckers, you know, like like with uh with, with all these basketball players in the NBA right now, all these motherfuckers switching teams. They they switching teams like never before. Like back in the day, if you was good enough to stay on the team, you stayed on the team. Yep. If you was a fucking superstar, you was gonna get you was gonna retire from the same team you got drafted to. And then LeBron James broke the fucking mold. That nigga took his talents to South Beach and the NBA Ain't been the same since. But uh, a lesson that I learned from the LeBron James situation, the NBA is a fucking business. You working for an employer, it's a business motherfucking transaction. There's no loyalty in this shit. Because if LeBron, let's just say, didn't take his talents to South Beach, if LeBron had a season where he averaged less than 10 points a game, you don't think Cleveland would have shipped his ass out of town? Fast. Nigga, so like, what, what, why does he have to be loyal to the team when no team has ever been loyal to a player? Exactly. And then they want to sit and complain, like, nah, nigga, y'all, y'all, nigga, let, let a nigga slack. Y'all quick to get niggas up out of yeah, here. Yeah, nigga, you'll trade me just quick as any motherfucking thing. Like, I ask niggas all the time, have you ever got a two week notice before you got fired? Nope. So, why do you owe a company a two week notice before you quit? You don't. Exactly like Fuck that. Him. That shit don't make no fucking sense. I tell motherfuckers like nigga, you you gotta realize what the fuck is loyalty. Who the fuck deserves your loyalty? Like me, the only motherfuckers deserve my loyalty is my family and my friends who have shown me that they deserve my loyalty. I'm not just loyal to niggas just for the fuck of it. Like oh man, we cool as a motherfucker, man. We be at work talking shit all motherfucking day. I got niggas I talk to every day at length. But that's that don't mean I'm going to be loyal to these motherfuckers if something happened, my nigga. Like, right. I'm not choosing you over shit. You know? Now, if you show me that you the type of motherfucker who, need, who I should treat a certain way, then I'll treat you accordingly. But, nigga, I'm not just finna jump out the fucking window and be loyal to a motherfucker who, again... I'm not finna make it a friendship and they haven't made it a friendship. Mm-hmm. Once you show me that we're friends, then we're friends. But until then, shit, nigga, you just a nigga that I know. And I'll still be cool, you know, because even a motherfucker who I don't know, like I've had motherfuckers, you know, off the street, nigga, I done gave homeless niggas considerable amounts of money. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like when I asked you, like, have you ever gave a homeless motherfucker $20? I ain't, nigga, it, it, that ain't no one-time shit. I've done that a lot because I've always been on some, like, whatever I got on me. That's the reason, honestly, that's the reason I never carry $100 bills. You you have it, you hand it off to him. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll open my wallet and whatever be in there. Usually a single bill, though. Like, if I got... 10 dubs I'm not finna just get that shit like oh here go this 200 nah nigga but if I got nothing small or nothing smaller than a 20 I'll give a motherfucker a 20 
Like one day, um, I was at the gas station and a homeless dude was like, "Hey man, uh, let let me get your windows, nigga." I'm just pulling up out the fucking, uh, you know how the some gas stations got the car wash. Mm-hmm. I just pulled around like out the car wash, and he's like, "Man, let me hit the windows, my like, nigga." I just pulled out the fucking car wash, nigga. My windows are sparkling, dude. Like, I'm good. He like, oh, let me get the rent. I said, my nigga, I just washed my car. Like, it's it's literally nothing you could do. He was like, man, well, you got some change, man. You know, I'm trying to get something to eat. And woo, woo. Mm-hmm. I ain't had no fucking change, nigga. Literally, I came from the ATM machine. All I had was 20s. Like, man, here, man, you know, it's your lucky day, homie. And just shot him the 20. Nigga, every time this motherfucker would see me come to that gas station, because the gas station was close to my house. Man, let me get the windows for free. You ain't even got to give me shit. You ain't got to give me nothing, man. Just, just let me. Nigga, I, and the nigga would always wash my windows and shit. Usually, I still get a nigga, some whatever I had. Right. But you know, me being a thinking man, I for sure every time I was getting ready to go to that gas station, got some ones. <laughs> like, I know I'm gonna see this nigga. I ain't giving this nigga a dub every time I see him. Fuck that shit. You know, I'm a nice motherfucker, but I ain't that kind of nice nigga. I ain't even got money to be giving a nigga a dub on top of the hundred dollars I was putting into the tank of my fucking truck every week. But anyway, ain't no telling what the nigga was doing with that money. But at the same time, I just gave because that's just the type of motherfucker that I am. That's the type of motherfucker who I want to be around. Like, I don't even like niggas who, who shit on homeless people. Like, you know, you ever meet these motherfuckers, like, they'll see homeless, like, oh, bum-ass nigga. You know, that when we was little, like, the niggas who threw rocks at homeless people mm-hmm. and shit, like, I don't like that shit. That sucker shit. Like, I look at, you know, integrity. Like, I judge niggas by how they treat people who can't do shit for them. Right. Like, you, you know, they say you should treat the fucking CEO the same way you treat the janitor and vice versa. And, you know, I walk around like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I tell niggas, like, you know, I've had long conversations with homeless people. I've had meaningful, like, life-changing conversations with homeless motherfuckers. Like, because I used to play basketball a lot. And in being the type of nigga who liked basketball as much as I did, sometimes I'd be at parks playing basketball alone. So, you know, I'm shooting and, you know, layups and dunking and all type of shit. And a homeless dude will be sitting there, like, on the park bench. And I get tired and just sit down next to the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, man, I seen you out there dunking, man. You going to be in the NBA one day. And I'm like, nah, I'm a little undersized. But thanks, homie. You know, he'd be like, oh, you know, man, just keep on working the way you're working. And you're going to be this and you're going to be that. And you... All right, homie, for sure, you know, it is what it is. I'll, I'll be what I'll be, and then we'll just sit there and chop it up. And, you know, I'm the type of motherfucker that just like to ask people questions like, man, you know, no, no offense, homie, but, like, you know, how how you end up here? Like, you know, you you homeless? And he like, yeah, you know, I'm... You know, I hit a bad spell, you know. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's Red Tag Sale is here, and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold-weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. Sometimes they'll tell you, like, you know, whether it been, yeah, man, when I was in, in college, I liked to party. You know, you get off into the drugs and, the, you know, I kind of, you know, drugs hit me hard, man. You know, I'm whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop, and I'm like, fuck. You know, like, it, it was a nigga who, um, he got on drugs because he saw his daughter burn up in a house fire. Mm. That nigga house Went up in flames, and he couldn't get his daughter out. And, nigga, he just said, nigga, I just started drinking. And I started doing drugs. And, you know, I, I just couldn't cope with the shit until 
I, I wake up one day and I'm here, like, you know, and I'm like, fuck, nigga. Like, you know, life life come at you fast. Like, you know, it, it, it is what it is, dude. Like that shit'll fuck you up. Yeah, you that, that's that's a whole nother that's a whole nother level. Like you a lot of people often off the back think like, oh, he's just a, you know, drug head or a crackhead or whatever, but sometimes it is what it would draw him there. Some people ain't mentally strong enough to, to weather the storm. You know what I mean? Like some people break up with, with their wives of however many years and they go on, you know, they a turn. Binge. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They never come back. All it takes is one bad trip from any any drug out there. It take all it takes is one bad trip. Yeah. And you and you gone. Man, should I had a homeboy who was on strung out on dope because he was uh he was slanging. Mm-hmm. And he ended up smoking with a nigga and he laced his shit. Mm. He was like, nigga, I ain't never tried coke uh what he say, voluntarily. It was like, nigga, I didn't just say, oh, let me try this shit. He said, hell no, nah, nigga. He said, nigga, I smoked a blunt with a nigga, and I was tripping. And I was like, man, what the fuck was in that shit? Like, damn, nigga, that shit was, that's the best high I ever had. That nigga told me, and then, you know, it just went where it went from there. And I'm like, fuck. You know, motherfuckers got some crazy stories, nigga. Like, I like to talk to anybody, my nigga. Like, any motherfucker would have with the self-awareness to really express that situation, mm-hmm. nigga, I'm willing to have a conversation with him because I, I be wanting to know. Like, honestly, nigga, like sometimes, nigga, giving to homeless people is damn near paying for conversation because I give a motherfucker some bread. And if I'm just sitting there, like back in the day when I used to ride the train, mm-hmm. nigga, I'd be sitting at the fucking blue line station, nigga, I done missed my train a couple times. Talking to the homeless motherfuckers at the train station. Because motherfuckers got some cold stories, nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember I was talking to a young white homeless dude. Um, Where the fuck was we at? Uh, I think, like, the, the Southgate Terminal or some shit like that. Like, off the Green Line. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker was... I, I think the nigga might have been younger than me. The nigga was, like, 22, 23 or some shit at the time. And he was homeless as fuck, like... Dirty and all that shit. I'm like, dude, why you here? Because he was like, you know, hey, man, man, you got like a dollar or something, man. Like, you know, I'm doing pretty bad, bro. I'm struggling. I'm like, number one, you're white. Number two, you too fucking young to be over here homeless, my nigga. Like, you could still go jump your ass off into that job market. What the fuck are you doing here? And he was, you know, a drug case, like. Man, you ever try speed? I'm like, hell motherfucking no. He like, yeah, you shouldn't, bro. I'm like, you motherfucking right. I'm like, nigga, this motherfucker was, you know, tripped out. But the thing is, he was super coherent. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when motherfuckers think of drug addicts and homeless people and shit, you think they are like crazy fucking all way out type of people, but they not. Nigga, this motherfucker was super coherent. Mm-hmm. Nigga, he knew when it happened. How it happened and all that shit. This motherfucker told me, you know, the story about how he was in college and, you know, he'd be fucking with with certain bitches and, you know, these motherfuckers introducing drugs to each other. And he was like, yeah, man, you know, we used to do acid and we used to do this and this and this drug and this drug and everything was all cool, man. You know, and I'm like, white people different. And I can't just put it all on white people because I know niggas who want hard drugs too. Mm-hmm. But just the way that they make it like it's no consequence to this shit. Like that's like, like a, a big perspective thing to me when I think about people in general and how they view shit. Because me growing up, hard drugs was like a fucking no-no. Like nigga, you know, sorry for listening to the dare people and shit. But, like, when I was little, you know how them motherfuckers, like, drugs are bad. I honestly believe that shit. Especially because growing up in the 80s in Compton, we saw crackheads. Mm -hmm. So we knew. Mm -mm, I don't want to be like that, nigga. You know, shout out to Tricky. Shout out to Cotton. Man, shout out to uh, Willie Rowe over in Front Hood. Man, that's what I'm saying, nigga. Shout out to Bridget, nigga. Like, when I think about the crackheads that used to walk around my neighborhood. Mm Mm-hmm. Man, y'all motherfuckers kept kept me off dope. You know, 
Shout out to Bernard. Like, all the motherfuckers who, who I used to see, you know, shout out to Votes. Like, nigga, growing up, the, the motherfuckers used to walk up and down my street. You know, I I, I got family members that, that fell to the drugs. Like, you know, mm-hmm. sh- shout out to the, the, the examples. You know, like, they showed me, like, nigga, you don't want to fuck with that shit. You know, just like the niggas who used to be on Sherm. They show, you know, just like you could learn from successful people, you could also learn from unsuccessful people. Very true. You know. Very, very true. I I feel like you could learn from anybody, nigga. You know, like I used to tell my stepdad all the time, nigga, I'm, you know, I'm glad I was able to watch you fuck up because I ain't got enough lifetime to make all the motherfucking mistakes I watched you make. Like, nigga, the, the, the fuck ups taught me just as much as a successful people. Mm-hmm. You know, like sitting there with, with a motherfucker who, who you help out teaches you a lot. Being a helpful motherfucker teaches you a lot. You can learn a lot from benevolence. You know, be, you, you learn a lot about people. Like when, when you sit there and, and you look out for motherfuckers, like how motherfuckers reward how you treat them will teach you a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if, if I do something for you and you fuck me over in return, that let me know you ain't shit. A lot of times I keep statistics on shit like that. Like I done gave this many people this much money and this percentage fucked me over. Most of these niggas ain't shit. And then, and then the ones that you, that you lend or help out. They don't never hit you out the wood like, hey, you good? You need anything? You know what I'm saying? They don't never check on you. You know what yeah. I mean? That, that, shit, that shit is nuts. And again, like with that, some motherfuckers do. And I focus on them. Yeah. Like most of the motherfuckers who, who I consider friends, most of the motherfuckers who I'm cool with is the motherfuckers who I looked out for and in return was like, hey, man, your brakes are squeaking. You know I can knock that out for you. You know I do brakes, man. Uh, come by the house, nigga. I'll do your brakes, man. Don't even worry about it. Just buy the brakes and I'll put them on for free. Like, you know, the niggas who see me on the side of the road with a flat and pull over and help me. Like, those are the motherfuckers who I fuck with. Those are the motherfuckers who, who, who I kick it with. Those are the people who I focus on. Because like I tell niggas, you know, despite of the memes that I consider funny, you'll never see me on online saying shit like, uh, people never pay you back when you do good things for people people are so shady people are terrible oh i don't fuck with nobody because people are fucked up i don't think people are fucked up the people that you fuck with are fucked up if that's your view of people you know now i'm not gonna say there are more people who i would consider cool than people who i consider shitty but of the people who i fuck with I feel like everybody I fuck with is cool. Mm-hmm. So I don't have no like terrible view of people, even though I got resting mean nigga face. You know, I don't run around with a big ass smile on my face. I'm genuinely happy with the people who I share time with. Like I'm real cool with all my coworkers. I'm cool with everybody on townhouse media. I'm cool with the majority of people who I have contact with. On on a regular basis, you know, like a lot of motherfuckers, they um, like you know, you could just tell from posts online mm-hmm. how people view the people <clears throat> who are in their circle, the people who they associate with. Like, oh, you know, people are snakes. You can't really trust nobody. You know, don't trust this, and you know, cut everybody off because people are. Mm, I don't really got that view. And you you can tell by how uh. How people talk to the individual. Yeah. Of the type of person they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Because I judge niggas by how they interact with other niggas. Like a motherfucker. Like, nigga, like if I see you closely interacting with a motherfucker who I think is a sucker, eh, you're probably a sucker. I'm not going to treat you fucked up because I feel like you a sucker, but I'm going to do a mental note of it. And treat you accordingly, you know, because like I tell niggas, like, I don't have malice toward people. It's not a malicious feeling. It's not like I'll see you and say something fucked up to you, like, oh, fuck that bitch ass nigga. Like, no, I just don't fuck with you. I just don't give you no energy. 
Just like when I tell people, the definition of not giving a fuck is not anger. Like, you know how people be like, man, I don't fuck with that nigga. Fuck that nigga. Like, if something happened, I wouldn't give a fuck about that nigga. And I'm like, nigga, that nigga, he touched your spirit. Mm. If you see a motherfucker and it automatically changes your mood and the look on your face, them niggas is living in your head rent free. Like me, I just don't give a shit. Like, that's, that's my reaction to niggas. I just don't give a fuck. Like, when I see you... I just walk by you. Mm-hmm. No, no anger. No. I just keep on fucking walking, my nigga. Like, I tell niggas, like, that, that's my favorite flex. Just walking the fuck past you. Driving the fuck past you. Just fucking succeeding. I don't even block niggas. I let them watch me win. Like, it is what it is, my nigga. I ain't sure. Yeah, like nigga, I ain't mad at you, nigga. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep on being cool. Like niggas, niggas who who I don't fuck with, but I'm cool with they people. Like I'm cool with your mama and shit and all that shit. I just don't fuck with your motherfucking ass. And niggas be knowing it just be what the fuck it be. I just don't fuck with you. I might not fuck with niggas who fuck with you like that because they fuck with you, and by association they a sucker too. But you know, I'm not a malicious motherfucker. So it ain't like when I see you, I want to sock you. It's mm. just when I see you, I'm going to keep, keep it fucking pushing. Mm-hmm. You know, because again, I believe in benevolence. I feel like I'm being nice to you by not fucking with you. I'm being nice to you by not fucking you up. You know, and it, it, it all goes off how you treat me because I, I lead with benevolence. You know, everybody who know me know I'm, I'm always, I always lead with courtesy. I might not be a nice motherfucker. Like, I might not be the type of person that when you meet me, I give you a warm hug and handshake. Like, because some people are welcoming people. You know, some people got a, a attractive personality. Like, you know, you like, oh, yeah, this is Ben Ready. You know, hey, Ben, this is Josh. And then you meet Josh. Josh is like, hey, man, how you doing? Nice to meet you, man. I'm Josh. Wooty wooty woo. I'm not that dude. I'm I'm super fucking stoic when I meet motherfuckers. Right. You know, uh, you know, hey, Josh, this is young Dolomite. So I don't introduce myself to niggas. I don't give niggas my name and all that shit. I'm always just real laid back about the shit. But the motherfuckers who know me know, like, I'm a cool motherfucker as far as how I treat people. Mm-hmm. I may not be uh, animated. Or no shit like that. Like, I'm not like, hey, but I'm a cool nigga. Like, you know, if you, if you need something, man, if I got it, you got it. But I'm I'm just real guarded about everything just because of experiences growing up. But I'm always cool. But, like I tell niggas, about being fucking cool. Like, nigga, be cool until a nigga show you you shouldn't be. But don't lead with being a fucking asshole because of things that have happened to you because what happens to you ain't up to you how you react is up to you so when you nice to a motherfucker what they do ain't up to you you know you you do what you do like if a nigga say man let me let me let me hold 50 yeah you know the only time you should lead with fuck you when a nigga asks you for a amount of money you have is if you know. Mm-hmm. This nigga known for stealing. You know, you didn't heard four or five niggas say, man, don't don't lend that nigga no money. You know that nigga on that shit. Or you know that nigga <coughs> finna do whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop. Like, you know, that's the only time you should be like, nah, nigga, fuck out my face. But, again, you know, like, that's what motherfuckers assume when they come to homeless people. I don't do it to the homeless. But if I got, say, a relative... Who I know for a fact, nigga, my mom sent you some bread and you did some bullshit. Then my brother lent you some money and you did some bullshit. Don't come knocking on my fucking door. You know, because we all know people, have family like that, friends like that, co-workers like that and shit like that. Like, we all know a snake motherfucker. I'm not saying be nice to the snakes. You know, but I am saying if a motherfucker ain't never did nothing to you or showed you no signs of fuckery... It ain't nothing wrong with being a good person. You know, you just don't be a fucking dumbass. 
You know, because some motherfuckers would, you know, like they're the, the people who, who show you they ain't fucking shit. And motherfuckers will keep on, you know, like motherfuckers who think they could love a nigga out of being a fuck boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's that's not how it works, man. When people... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Show you who they are, believe they motherfucking ass. Facts. Like, n- niggas will show you they ain't shit ten fucking times. And niggas be like, nah, man, that's my partner. I hate I hate hearing that shit. When you tell a nigga, man, you don't even need to be fucking with that nigga, man. Oh, man, that's just a homie, man. That nigga fucked your mama. Man, mom shouldn't even have had them shorts on that day, man. Shit, they both grown. Yeah, man, that nigga shot your dog, my nigga. Well, my dog was barking at him and shit over the gate. Man, that nigga stole your car, crashed, and then he didn't give you no money back. Man, fuck that car, man. That car was a bucket anyway. Like, you got all these fucking excuses for your fuck-ass friend. And a lot of times, it's because y'all niggas got history. Like, man, that's my nigga from the sandbox. I'm like, man, you know how many niggas that I got from the sandbox that I don't even fucking speak to no more? Like, nigga, it's niggas who, who I was tight with relatively recently but when it come to fucking me over i don't play that you know because like i tell niggas man i'm I'm nice as a motherfucker i'm i'm a genuinely generous fucking person but i'm not no fucking stupid i'm not no fucking doormat i'm not the type of nigga you finna fuck over two or three times like i got a i got a two a two strike minimum like nigga you you do some scandals to me once a lot of times i, I chalk it up to circumstance mm-hmm. you know like if i lend you some bread and you don't shoot it back okay maybe he was hurting maybe he didn't have it maybe something happened maybe he forgot but nigga fool me twice that's shame on me like nigga i'm i'm not finna let you get away with that shit mm-hmm. nigga you not finna be multiple multiple fucking me over my nigga like that's that's not to be happening right you know, that's the advice that I give niggas all the time. Because, you know, some motherfuckers be like, man, you know, homeboy asked me for whoop-de-whoop. Man, I don't know if I should give it to him. And I'm like, has the nigga showed you any signs that he had run off on you? Nah, man, but, you know, like, you know, a motherfucker might want to borrow $100 from somebody. And, you know, to some people, $100 is a lot of money. Like, I don't know. And, you know, like, what was the spiel? Like, did he really need it? Was it for something important? And, you know, do they have the means to actually pay you back? Mm-hmm. Because that's that's another thing. But when it comes to shit like that, like I tell niggas, you know, is your friendship worth $100? That's a, a, a big question when it comes to benevolence, when it comes to friends. Like, is, is it worth me not fucking with you ever again if you don't pay me back this money? Because that's why I always say, um, I never lend what I can't afford to give away mm-hmm. because your friendship might be bigger than this hundred dollars because that's happened to me, whether it be family too. I got family members that I've lent a considerable amount of money and they swore to God they was going to pay it back and never did. And I don't look at them no different because I love them more than that little money that I lent them to this day, nigga to this day, motherfucking, uh, yeah. Deontay Wilder voice, right? Like, nigga, well, go to the bathroom, dude. Well, like some motherfuckers, nigga, it's, you know, I, I treat them based on how I feel about them, whether it be the amount of money that I gave them or otherwise. Now, if they show me that they a fuck-ass motherfucker, I'll stop fucking with them. Mm-hmm. But, like, just me, you know, and I, I feel like a lot of people in the black community have family members like this. They just ain't doing all that well financially. So if they need a considerable amount of money, nigga, when it comes to certain family members that I got, they be like, hey, man, I'm I'm going to pay you back on Thursday. In mm-hmm. my head, I'm like, no, you're not. 
you ain't giving me shit back on Thursday. Because I know that you my family and I love you enough, I'm just going to shoot you that. Like, I'm not even worried about getting that shit back. And it is what it is. And it's crazy because sometimes you'll tell a motherfucker, man, don't even worry about that shit. And they swear they're going to fucking pay you back knowing they're not going to do it. And one of those things is something that you low-key got to look at like, is that dishonesty or is that good intentions without the ability of them being able to pay me back? Because some people, they honestly, in their personal mind, have all intentions on paying you back. But you know they ain't got it to give. And again, it's, it's all up to personal interpretation with a lot of that shit. Because a lot of times motherfuckers have good intentions. You know, I got motherfuckers who who I feel like honestly wanted to pay me back. They just could not. So I had to make that, uh, you know, my, my own judgment call on that shit. Because, you know, a lot of motherfuckers really be wanting to pay you back. But they really don't got it. So you got to know the type of motherfucker you dealing with. Because... Like, I, I I told my mom one time about a, a, a relative that that happened with. I'm like, man, I would hate a lot of people if I really judged them based on their ability to pay back a debt. Because a lot of times, motherfuckers wouldn't even be asking you for that fucking money if they had the uh, ability to pay it back to you. Mm-hmm. Like, why the fuck would you even need a dub if you had enough money to pay back a dub? Or why would you need $500? If you was able to get $500. Nigga, you wouldn't even be asking me for the five if you had the five. Nigga, if you could pay back the five, you wouldn't need the five. But because I know you need that shit, I'm going to shoot that shit out the goodness of my heart. And I'm going to leave it there because I love you more than this $500. Because that's another big factor with a lot of this shit. Like, do you fuck with a motherfucker hard enough? To not be worried about how your benevolence is treated. Because certain motherfuckers like, you know, I didn't I didn't have to chop it up to nigga fucky when it comes to me seeing a motherfucker get treated like a doormat. Cause I'm like, obviously you love this motherfucker enough to get stepped on multiple times. Mm. Cause you know, some motherfuckers, that's just they they relationship dynamic. Like you'll see a woman and she just getting fucked over. Time after time. And it's like, nigga, she obviously loved this nigga more than she loved herself. Because she is not leaving this motherfucker alone. You know, because one of my big things when it comes to me giving the advice of benevolence, you got to know when to say no. Like, capital letters. Big ass N, big ass O. No. You know, some motherfuckers, they feel like they not a good person if they say no. Even if they ain't got it. Like, I know motherfuckers who they could barely pay their rent and still lending money out. Nigga, I hate for a motherfucker to tell me I lent this nigga this much money and now I got to pay my rent and I was planning on him paying me back. Don't lend yourself into a beef. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what some motherfuckers do, nigga. They'll lend you money they don't really got like that. Don't never lend a nigga money you ain't got like that. Because that's how you that's how niggas end up getting killed in the street. Like that's how niggas really end up getting popped. Right. Nigga, I lent this nigga five hundred dollars, nigga. I couldn't pay my fucking rent because I'm waiting for this nigga to pay me my five back, and now I'm getting evicted. You shouldn't have lent him the money. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, you the fool in that situation. Like, you should never put yourself in a position where you need some money from a nigga who didn't have it in the fucking first place. Like, nigga, if I lend you some money, it's because I could give it away. Like, nigga, I, I, and again, it's it's just lessons learned as a young motherfucker. Like I always say, I don't trust motherfuckers I can't hurt or kill. So I'm not finna lend you no fucking money that's gonna put me in a fucking hole. Because I'm going to have to come do something to your motherfucking ass to get it back. And like I tell niggas, when it come to shit like that, nigga, okay, you whooped his ass. Did that put $500 into your account? You didn't get shit from that. 
So it's it's a double loss, especially as a grown ass man, nigga. You done went and killed this nigga. Now you finna go to prison. Or now you you facing the potential of ending up in prison behind five hundred fucking dollars that you shouldn't have lent out in the first place. That was a hundred percent your fault. So when it comes to shit like that, man, you gotta learn how to say no, nigga. That's a that's a valuable motherfucking word. Nigga, no is one of the most important words in the fucking dictionary. Because a lot of motherfuckers don't know how to say that shit. Especially people who are, you know, considered to be nice people. And I feel like a lot of people are nice people. A lot of people should be nice people, but they've been fucked over so much, they become assholes. And you should never let motherfuckers turn you into an asshole. Because then that's when you start attracting other assholes. Mm. That's why a lot of motherfuckers got a negative view of people in general. Because you've let some bad experiences in your younger days turn you into a piece of shit. I almost want to hit the hit the horn, nigga. <laughs> we got it. Nigga said, "Drop, drop one of Clues bombs for that shit." Yo, that that's 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 real as fuck. Like, nigga, niggas let some you know you you let some baggage from your past turn you into the type of motherfucker that attracts other sorry motherfuckers around you, and then it's just the cycle of bullshit continues. To where now you surrounded by fuckery. And you think it's people who ain't shit. And it's really uh, something that you projected from inside you. That attract bullshit motherfuckers. You know. So the practical wisdom dude. Like nice guys only finish last when they let their kindness get in the way of their victory. You know being a good person is never something to be shamed. Like being a good person could come at a great cost. Because it's never free. You know, of course, when you be nice to everybody, it's going to be some motherfuckers who are going to fuck you over. But, again, your reaction should always be, okay, he fucked me over, note it, move on. I don't fuck with that person no more. You know, like, don't let motherfuckers turn you into an asshole because every time you treat them right, they treat you wrong. If they treat you wrong, keep moving on because there's people who will treat you right. So fuck the sorry motherfuckers. Just focus on the cool motherfuckers. You know, saying no don't make you a bad person. It just makes you a priority to yourself. Because I believe in putting yourself first. You don't have to be selfish to put yourself first. You know, saying no is just saying, I don't got it right now. You know, or I don't got it to give right now. Don't never lend a nigga the money out of your rent. Don't never lend a nigga the money out your fucking car note. Don't put yourself in a position where you lend yourself into a beef. Because that happens a lot. A lot of motherfuckers lend money that they don't have to give. Never lend what you can't afford to give away. If you can't give it to them, don't lend it to them. Because when they don't pay you back, you're going to have negative energy toward the motherfucking. You never want to have negative energy toward nobody. Because a lot of the times, the nigga that you mad at ain't even thinking about your fucking ass. A lot of them niggas who avoiding you because they owe you some money, them niggas ain't even tripping. They living life. They just avoiding you. But they don't got no type of feeling towards you, but you somewhere mad. Your whole day fucked up because the nigga owe you $250 that you should have kept in your fucking pocket. You know, because sometimes your benevolence is something that they use as a crutch. You enabling them to be a piece of shit. Because what would they have done without your niceness? So, you know, you got to look at motherfuckers like that, man. Sometimes you got to let a nigga fall on their fucking face. You doing them a favor. If they stop fucking with you behind it, you know, it is what it is. You ain't never lost a real friend. If, if, if they dipped on you because of $250, that shows how much they value your friendship. Especially if you honestly told them you didn't have it and you didn't have it. You know, but that's up to honesty to work out. You know, never be a fucking slave to your own loyalty. You know, people take advantage when you allow them to, you know. So be sweet, but don't be a sucker. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. B, can I get my beat? My nigga's over here scrolling like a motherfucker. This has been your host, Young Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast. Sitting here with the super producer, Ben Ready. 
Yes, sir. Um, if you would like to support us financially, it's uh, patreon.com slash townhouse media. Town E House Media. Support all the Townhouse Media podcasts. Seriously, none of the podcasts. Friday nights at 9 p.m. Uh, uh, no rules. Wednesday evenings, 5 p.m. Uh, the Cat First Dog podcast. Sunday evenings, 3 p.m. And the Too Much Game podcast. Live at 5 on Sundays. Um, shout out to Warren Gold Clothing. WarrenGoldCo.com. Uh, artist Harvey Khan. At Khan Artists on Instagram. Uh, follow me on my personal social media page at Young Dolomite Y U N G D O L E M I T E underscore, and follow the real Ben Ready at the real Ben Ready on yes, Instagram, sir. Instagram, the Twitter, producer. yeah, Twitter too, all the above. Yeah, follow uh, at Townhouse Media on Instagram. Yes, sir. Just Google Townhouse Media and follow everything associated with that shit. How about that? I think that's it, man. I'll be at you motherfuckers next week, same bad time, on all streaming platforms. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.